1: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hour number three on this busy football Monday. Dan Gross of Bart's got its Barton Han sitting in for Allen today. Hope he's doing much better. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. But Bart, it is the third hour, but it's also referred to as something else, right?
2: No, absolutely. Everybody that listens on a regular basis and some who don't understand that when it's the third hour of Barton Hahn, it is always and forever. The power
3: hour, 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 hour,
2: hour, hour, hour. And it's especially powerful when we have our next guest on because, you know, what I'm saying he puts the P in power.
1: That's right. But we'll get to him in a second. But the power hours served up by Grand Marnier, made for those who live to step outside the box, who like to put a twist on the traditional and believe in a world that's not just good, but grand. And as for our next guest, it is time for the Chris Kenny Report, brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Ten top brands, over 2,000 vehicles, one place, Sansone Auto Mall in Woodbridge, New Jersey. And he is with us, Christopher, Dan and Bart. How we doing, my friend? Well, I, I'm good, Well, A couple of things. First of all, since the Power Hour is sponsored
0: by Grandma Ye, can they spring for all the Jets fans out there to have a complimentary bottle? Because I feel <laughs> like they need it in order to watch their team play. So there's that aspect of it. And then, then I, I know we want to talk about football, but we got to get to the bottom of something. Because yeah. one, Bart with Scott, mm-hmm. is a personal interest when it comes to I heard it was first 48. Is, I heard it was first 48. why, why yeah, why well, the slippers that were in my studio that I put on when I come to work every single day are missing? Bart Bart Scott was the last person seen in the studio where I put my slippers at after I got done with first take on Friday afternoon. They are since gone missing. So, so man, we got to figure out whether or not Bart Scott had something to do with slippers being missing. See, first of all, first I'm
2: hearing of this. First of all, yo, know, I, you know, I, I got a text late in the day. I mean, late in the morning about you know the allegations you know levied towards me. So I was all, already ready to get my alibi, right? So first things first. First of all, in my old age, and the fact that now that I'm um, post career, I can't lift. Chris Canty wears a size seventy five. I can't lift no shoes that damn high, and I damn sure can't. I can't escape outside the building without nobody seeing them. You know what I'm saying? So that's the first thing. Second of all, like me, I came over here. It's on camera. We should have footage on the fact that I never move outside my my, 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 my little area, right? So I stayed on the corner. Christopher said goodbye to me. We, we, we exchanged pledges. I would never do my homeboy like that. You know somebody that don't have respect for the brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Because I have too much respect. You know I understand how valuable the Calax are. It is nothing more important to an athlete than his Calax. The time that we spend in these shoes and cleats with screws on them, we would never dare. Break that bond that we have as far as Calax. Every man understands how precious it's like your woman and it's your Calax, right? Because your feet is what carry you through the day.
0: Absolutely, boy. I, I couldn't have said it better. And, and I appreciate you empathizing with what I'm going through because you understand it, because you've walked in those shoes or, or more to put, those cleats. And so I want to give you a pass. And I will say this. You yeah. are not the only person of interest. There is another person of interest out there, but I did not see this individual. He's a Fordham grad, Nick DeLuca. He does ESPN radio, so play-by-play work for the company. And so he was in there over the weekend. He is another person of interest. I have yet to interrogate this individual. So you were my first stop because you were the last person that I saw at the scene of the crime. But Nick DeLuca is on the list, too, as another person of interest.
2: Yeah, you understand. You understand now, it's Christmas time, guys. Listen, some Chris Canty worn shoes could go for some pretty coin. You know what I'm saying?
0: You know
2: what I'm saying? You got some little day toe jam there, you got some DNA there.
1: We're gonna get these slippers David, it on be the auction milk carton, or re-gifted. We're gonna get them on a milk carton. We're gonna find them, Chris. I promise. We will get that to you. I promise. We're not gonna let that go aside here, but. Let's get to some football stuff. There's not a lot to rehash from the Jets yesterday because it was kind of a lot of the same that we've been seeing the previous couple of weeks. What I do want to hit you with, and Bart as well, because this is the first we're talking about it. A report came down a little while ago from Zach Rosenblatt and Diana Russini of The Athletic. And it says the Jets want to make a switch at quarterback. The team is leaning towards Zach Wilson to take over, but he is reluctant to stepping back in. The team is hoping he changes his mind as they continue to discuss whoa, whoa. the whoa. next steps. Okay.
2: I'll let Christopher go. He's a guest, but this is absurd to me.
0: Thoughts? It's <laughs> <laughs> only the chance, man. It's only the chance. A guy that we took with the second overall pick three years ago, we want to put him back in, even though he was awful, but he don't want to play now because he seen the writing on the wall and he ain't going to be around long term. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, Garfield. I feel no. bad for Jets fans because they deserve better. This is awful. It's awful. But you know what? The plan was flawed from the beginning because we realized that this was supposed to be a gap year for Zach Wilson. And when you're trying to redshirt a player, that usually means that there's not going to be a chance that that player is thrust in the duty. They had no viable backup plan for a quarterback going into his age 40 season. And to me, with Aaron Rodgers in his 18th year, the fact that they didn't have an alternative that would still allow this team to to, to compete made no sense. But the worst part about the whole thing is it's not like they didn't know that Rodgers was going to be done. It happened in the first week of the season, which means they had seven weeks weeks to make a decision before the trade deadline passed to bring in an upgrade at the quarterback from Zach Wilson, and they chose not to do that. That's, in effect, doubling and tripling down on the promise that they saw from Zach Wilson in 2021. But, you know, college touchdowns don't pay the bills in the National Football League. It's got to be about somebody that gave this team a chance, given that they had a really good core of young talented players and they just didn't do that and so to me this is on the front office this is on the coaching staff for putting that locker room and specifically that defense in this position
2: and that's the tough part right first of all how dare you zach wilson if we tell you to play we drafted you we paid you money you don't have an option. Like, what other position has the option to say, well, no, I'm not going to go out there? We've all been benched at certain times because our play wasn't up to standard. His play hasn't been up to standard for a couple of years. So the fact that this is even a discussion, I feel whether he plays or don't plays is going to hurt his value going forward if he wants to continue his career somewhere else and it's going to be immediately as a backup. And, you know, if you look at the stories of guys that we don't know where Josh Rosen is, we haven't heard from him since, right? You look at guys – Mitch Trubisky, he's on his way out. Mariota, we saw him pop up there. He he's able to survive for nine for for what nine years, but he's a guy that's been in and out. Carson Wentz is struggling and fighting to try and get in. He was an MVP candidate, so Zach Wilson better understand that if you can't put, be good or you're not ready to contribute right now, you damn sure can't be a distraction, because the tales of what you know quarterbacks are and become you know shortly after they become not the guy that they expected. Is is well documented. You know, you look at guys like Baker Mayfield three years in the last two three teams in the last uh two years. You look at Sam Darnold, same thing. Right? So he you know, he better understand that he has to be a tremendous teammate if he wants to survive to be able to have that reclamation project that was Geno Smith, the guy that was saying, Hey, people thought I was done, I think I can play you gotta be able to hang around long enough and to be able to hang around you damn sure better be a great teammate. I'm appalled that this is even a discussion that he would even have a choice and that he wouldn't relish in the in, in the in the role to be able to come back and try and compete and play good football. Like you at the end of the day, like Dak Prescott said, you're the author of your story. You got the pen. And like, you know, the, the pen, you wrote a bad story and some hiccups in your in your journey, and the fact that you don't want to come back and rewrite it is a,
0: it's beyond me. Mark, I, I have no argument. I completely agree with everything that you just said. If you invoke Geno Smith, let me tell you something. If I was a player on the defensive side of the ball and I got win, if that's where Zach Wilson was at with it, I ain't saying that we should call the cold red on Zach Wilson, but maybe it might be a cold red situation when it comes to Zach Wilson, similar to what we saw with I.K. and M. I, <laughs> I, I, I believe I, could, I wouldn't believe wow. that a player in that locker room would have the audacity to leave us out to dry, especially at how poorly Dak Wilson has played Light in his brush. tenure. And go, back to, and go back to last year, Bark. Go back to last year. There's a reason why the players on that team wore the, the image and likeness of Mike White on a road game to the Minnesota Bikes to play the Minnesota Bikes. There's a reason why they did that, because they saw this level of selfishness in Zach Wilson, the same level of selfishness that would give him the audacity huh. to go to the team and say, "I don't want to play," even though they want to put him back in the lineup. Yeah, like but, bro, uh, but, uh, to me, to me, it's an indictment on his sports character. And this is a guy that has no right to wear a Jets uniform. If this is true, he has no right to wear a Jets uniform moving forward. Yeah, like, 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 bro. I just, I like, just bro. You doubt. know how much we
2: pay, like, bro. You know how much we paying you. Like, you know how many times the defense didn't want to go out because they knew you was the quarterback? You know how many weeks I wanted to take off because I knew it didn't matter? Man, if you don't get your ass up, matter of fact, step. When you see him in the streets, step. <laughs> step well, Robin, right. Bounce right now, dog. Ain't no need for you to be around here.
1: Kick going to talk in an hour, and I'm sure that this is going to be something thrown at him right away about this report. It would Look, we've heard all the things that it's night and day last year to this year. Chris, everything you just said about what happened last year, those are all true. But this was supposed to be a different Zach Wilson. You I've said it. it. And I'm in that room. I see, I've see. i talked. He is a different individual off the field than the guy we saw a year ago. He just seems more confident in that room. Forget about football. He just seems more sure of himself. Teammates are gravitating to him a little bit more than what I saw a year ago. I just lost, last talked to him on Thursday when I was in there. He's sitting there at his locker watching practice tape on a tablet. To me, when I see this report, it, it, it catches me off guard. I'd really be surprised if this is in the offing. And if it is, Chris, I agree with you. There's no way he could go back out there now. And what is that doing for his stock around the league?
0: No, oh, it's, it's, it's going to crush it. That, that's that's going to crush it. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I mean, if, if Diana Rossini is putting it out there in the ether, and the Athletics is putting it out there in the ether, then, it, then it's hard to dismiss or refute the report. But I, I, I gotta say, I, I mean, this is a scathing indictment on the sports character of a player. If the team is turning to him because they don't have any other better options. We need to. And that that player is refusing to go out there. I've never heard of that. Not especially at that position. I've never seen it. Uh, I mean, so I I don't know how anybody, any team, could have confidence with Jack Wilson moving forward. But the one thing I will say there, Bart, is that this probably pushes the Jets closer to doing something this offseason that they need to consider anyway. Yep. If the draft players start the day, the Jets have the six overall pick. They should take a quarterback. They should take a quarterback from here on out. From here on out, all of the losses are good losses because you want to move up as high in the draft order as you can. The season is sunk. Whether Rodgers comes back or not, they're not going to. Uh, they're not going to get into the playoffs, right? So I doubt that you're going to see Aaron Rodgers risking for for no other reason. So so the season is over with. Get the high draft pick. Get a quarterback. Because even if you're gonna run it back with Rogers Hackett and Company, how much runway you got with the quarterback in his age forty one season coming off of an Achilles? Yeah, you need a long term you need a long term plan at quarterback. So go ahead and draft one. You're not gonna be this high. if things go according to plan, if things go well next year, you're not gonna be high in the draft order. So go ahead and take advantage of the misfortune that your team had during the season by taking a quarterback.
2: I've been preaching that the entire, entire week. Enough of this horrible football. Let's let's talk about what most impressed you yesterday. Who, who most impressed you yesterday
0: and why? Oh, this is easy, but it's going to tie right back into the Jets. It's, it's the Green Bay Packers, Bart. I'm impressed with the Green Bay Packers. They've won four of their last five games. And since week nine, Jordan Love is third in QBR. And the guys in front of him – are MVP front runners in Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. Jordan Love has been phenomenal. He's second in touchdown passes. He's got 11. He's only got two interceptions during that span. And he's third in passing yards uh, in the league. I mean, just some of the plays that he's making, for instance, the fourth and one in the third quarter where he throws a ball off his back foot in triple coverage, that's all on talent to Romeo Diles, that pass. And then on that same drive, He does it again off of his back foot in the red zone, keeps his helmet or higher with the touchdown pass to Christian Watson. I I mean, the the kid is showing the belief in his own ability and and it's telling what Matt LaFleur said uh, going into that game when he talked about Jordan Love's improvement. He said he's made a 1,000 snaps worth of mistakes. And so seeing those things, those same concepts that he struggled with for a fourth or fifth time, he's starting to execute and make the right decisions. This is why we're seeing this turnaround from Jordan Love and from the Green Bay Packers in the second half of this year. And this is exactly what you wanted his trajectory to be as a franchise, which takes me back to the New York Jets. And I will say this, and I know this is not going to be popular. Jets fans don't want to hear this. But sitting here today, it's clear and obvious that the Green Bay Packers won that trade with Aaron Rodgers. They won the trade with Aaron Rodgers. They're going to finish with a better record, than they did last year with the Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. They're going to finish in the postseason, which is better than what happened last year with Aaron Rodgers. Not to mention, they're still owed a second-round pick from the New York Jets in 2024 a as, a resu- as, a result, as a result of the trade. So it's clear to me that the Bay Packers made the right decision to move on from Aaron Rodgers when they did.
2: Well, but all, listen, all you know, it's not over yet, right? I, right now it's looking like they won it. Right, but he hasn't
1: played if, a game.
2: What I'm saying is Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers delivers Devontae Adams, so you talk about when you draft that young quarterback, he'll be handed Devontae Adams and Garrett Wilson, then you can say, okay, Aaron Rodgers was worth his weight in gold. If he can maybe – tutor a young quarterback that sits behind him, and he has the same effect on him that he did on Jordan Love. So it remains to be seen. You know, for me, it was the dominance, and we all kind of predicted it was the dominance um, of San Francisco. I mean, the fact that Brock Purdy can throw, only complete about 19 passes and throw for that type of efficiency. And like I said, again, it kind of goes back to the Jets as well. You know, for me, they admitted their mistake by – Letting Trey Lance graduate. And I felt like the Jets had their Brock Purdy and Mike White. And he could Mike White would have signed up to sit behind Aaron Rodgers. He understood that. But if you knew that you would have had an opportunity to inherit this team, because that's why I think the Jets next year, if they take care of business, get Devontae Adams and they go out and get a high-end, you know, backup, I think that's going to be a destination that people are going to want to go to because they know that Aaron Rodgers is, one, going to be there. Last year, teams didn't know if he was going to actually come, so free agents are going to gravitate there. But also the fact that if I'm a backup, I'm knowing that this job is opening up and I'm going to inherit a pretty solid roster if the offseason goes the way that we hope it goes. So I think guys like Dobbs, guys like Gardner Minshew, guys like Jacoby Brissett – are going to be ready to step in because they may luck up and strike goal and inheriting a good situation, much like Geno Smith did when he sat behind Russell Wilson.
0: Well, Bart, here's what I'll say. I I, I have no doubt that people want to come to New York, especially if Aaron Rodgers is healthy. But you got to have some cash as an organization to be a free agent destination. And the Jets ain't going to have a whole lot of cap room to work with, not just with the Rodgers situation that they got to account for, but also – Getting ready to pay players that are getting ready to graduate, like guys like Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson. They're going to be in line for contracts over the next couple of years. Last couple of years. You got to allocate. You got to, you got to allocate some salary cap space, or you got to leave some salary cap room to roll over when you're getting ready to pay those guys. I don't want to get too far into baseball, but it ain't like the Jets can go out and add everything that they need in free agency. They're going to have to do some a lot. They're going to have to do a lot of work in the draft. And one of the things that hamstrings you is giving up some of that draft capital for Aaron Rodgers, the stuff that's going to cost you in the 2024 draft class. So, I mean, here's the thing. The Jets, if Rodgers comes back, they're in a good position. But it's hard to look at this team and say you're just an Aaron Rodgers away. Bart, they've only scored four touchdowns in the last 88 drives they've had on offense. Only four. You've got to go back 30 – hold on, listen to this, Bart. You've got to go back – 30 years to the 1993 Cincinnati Bengals to find an offense that scored 10 touchdowns or fewer through the first 12 games of the season. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely putrid on that side of the ball. And that's offensive line, that's quarterback. They got a lot they got to fix on that side of the ballpark. And it's not just eight.
1: Chris, here's the other thing, too, and when we talk about future plans with the draft and everything, and I made this point to Bart a little bit earlier, look at what they did in the first round this past year. Like, they took a a, a future an investment, essentially, in Will McDonald, but... If Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, and this is going to apply next year too even for the draft, how many more years do you have? they become a win-now team. If they would have taken, let's say, a wide receiver in the first round this year to, to play opposite Garrett Wilson apart from Will McDonald who's barely on the field, that might have helped this team more as opposed to Will McDonald's doing. So wouldn't the same thing apply then next year? If Rodgers is here, shouldn't you go all in to try to win while he's still your quarterback?
0: No. No, you shouldn't go all in. You, you tried that, and look, it failed miserably. I understand what you gave up for Mary Rogers, but you have to at least give this team an opportunity if things go off the rails, if that you're talking huge. about a quarterback, if, if you're talking about a quarterback that had that type of injury at this stage in his career. He's coming off of an Achilles injury. That is a hard injury to deal with for a 20-year-old football player, let alone a 40-year-old football player. So I'm not going to go into 2024 assuming health and all of the things. That's what the Jets did blindly in 2023 and look how it worked out for them. So they have to have a viable alternative to Aaron Rodgers. And because they're high in the draft order, I would say take a quarterback. And that way, even if Rodgers can't stay healthy, you do have your future. You're not planning on playing that kid. But if you're thrusting in that position, you can do that. The only thing that I don't have the answer to and you know Bart may have some insights toward, but none of us really have the answer to is whether or not Aaron Rodgers would be okay with that and based on how everything ended in Green Bay, I would say not likely yes, and that 's the tough spot that 's the tough, tough spot that the GM and that ownership is in when, when you 're talking about this Aaron rodgers thing moving forward but here 's the thing right now, like when you think about
2: Aaron Rodgers and why the situation is totally different. The situation is totally different because Aaron Rodgers' max probably wants to play two more years. Max, right? Before, he 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 was he knew that he wanted to play potentially six more years into his 40s when they drafted the Jordan Love. So that's why it's different. And kind of just to talk about, you know, how does the Jets create you know, salary cap space? They're going to redo and extend C.J. Mosley and probably bring that cap down. They're going to lose Dwayne Brown. That's ten million dollars. They're also going to lose Carl Lawson. That's fifteen million dollars. You talk about uh, Corey Davis, uh, fifteen million dollars coming off the books. So they have a- enough money coming off the books. I don't think Zach's money's going money's
1: to, coming off the books. Yeah,
2: I, I don't think money's going to be the issue. It's going to be able to identify the proper free agents. Like I said, I, I think they need to try and go after Austin Peay to try and get them a, a, a nice. You know, uh, dominant lineman, no matter what position it is, and keep Vera Tucker on the outside. I think they franchise Mekhi, uh Becton to try and say, "Hey, prove it again." And you know, if he brings over, Aaron, um, you know, um, Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams' contract is only seventeen million dollars against the cap next year, right? So I think that's that's something that's that's why I think it's better for them to trade for Devontae Adams than it is to try and get a Calvin Ridley or a you know Mike Evans who's going to be closer to the top of the market. Because if Corey Davis got $15 million a year, what the hell is Mike Evans going to get coming off another 1,000-yard receiver um, um, year? So I think they have a lot of work to do, but I think that they can get it done, or I hope that they can get it done, but I hope it starts with a quarterback in the first round and, and, and then buy everything else that you need in free agency because they don't need to buy anything in defense defensively. I think they're fine. They just need a fat boy. You know, as far as to you know, replace Al Woods, but outside of that, I think you know everything. Should, all the resource should
0: go to the offense. So disrespectful! So disrespectful talking about defensive tackles that way. No so fat boys.
2: Listen, plump dudes, guys we love. You know what I'm saying? Teddy bears,
1: space eaters, nah, nah. space
0: eaters, <laughs> thick, thick thighs. Bad you know what I'm saying? You're bad, guy. <laughs>
1: Chris, I thanks for
0: I, listen, listen. I, I think I think it's a great plan that you outlined for the Jets that they can pull off all of that stuff. But, again, I think the, the, the focal point should be making sure that you have somebody in there that can be a viable alternative at quarterback because, let's face it, they didn't have that year, this year, and that player be a part of your long-term future, your long-term solution at the position. Because right now you're hoping, fingers crossed, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be there for you know several more seasons, but you can't build out your future plan, your three-year plan, and have, and have that belief, that confidence, that that's going to be the case, which is why they should take the quarterback as high as their position right now in the NFL draft order.
1: Well, that position's probably going to only be getting higher between now and the end of the season, the way things are going. Chris, thanks for a couple of minutes, as always, my friend. We'll do it again next week, but always appreciate you. And
2: I hope you find your slippers, man, because right. that's, that's no, no, not right. That's disrespectful to the NFL. It's who, not right. It's not right. I will keep
0: you guys updated on
2: slipper game. I got you. And who will mess with Jack and the Beanstalk, man? I don't want that type of smoke in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Y'all have a good one. All
1: right, CeCe, be good. That's Chris Canny Report brought to you by Sansone Automall. Make your best deal right now with Sansone Automall. Tell them Bart Scott sent you. Take an extra $1,000 off your best deal. Call one 800 sansone today 800 3776 some more football conversation winter meetings underway today as far as baseball is concerned too in the hot stove it's dan and bart bart and han till the top then it's the k show on 9870 SPN. this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition
0: for a happy price Go to your happy price Priceline
1: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Dan and Bart. Where's Nate Dog when you need him Say the Jets? Nate Dog Warren G. Nate Dogg is no longer with us, right? Yeah, no, he, Yeah, we lost him maybe yeah, five years him. ago, yep. Yeah, we still got Warren G, though, so maybe he could sing with like a hologram or something. And this it's going goodness. real
2: swell. Off the rim. That was a classic. Man. The next classic. type is the Eastside East Side Motel. Motel. 800
1: 919 That's the telephone number. TMKS coming up at the top of the hour. We'll hear from Coach Robert Sala with them sometime, I think, after 3.30, o'clock, somewhere around there, because he's got to meet the media first. Before we get back to the phones, I know we touched on it briefly earlier. It, and I know it's like a broken record at this point. They got to do something about the officiating in the NFL. It's just it gets worse each week. And if you watch that Kansas City Green Bay game last night in the fourth quarter, just on that, like, last drive alone, there was like three sequences where you just want to, like, rip your hair out. Like, what are they doing?
2: Well, doesn't it balance out, though, because the the personal file was egregious? In my opinion, right? The guy wanna sit up here and you want to try and get the first down, then I gotta take my shot, right? Because I don't know that if awful. you if you're waiting for me to, to, to let up and then spin back inside and run for an extra five yards and then I gotta be on your highlight tape. People Mahomes looking at me was like what in the hell bounds. You doing? Yeah.
1: He was in bounds.
2: Right. And he's getting hit by a dude that's smaller than him. But yet we feel sorry for the quarterback. So I mean, and it's one of those things like and uh, what what I do appreciate is how Mahomes handles all controversy. Right. The the reality is Green Bay deserved to win that game. They've earned they earned the right to win that game right. by what they did leading up to to that uh, to that situation. Where you think about this great Kansas City defense, or that's you know uh, believed to be great this year, you know was able to put you know wasn't able to to rattle the young player, even though he's not young by age, he's young by experience. And that's why it's so disheartening because we see this guy with a thousand mistakes and Zach Wilson has had the opportunity to make those same mistakes, yet you don't see the growth. So you have to ask yourself, is it the player or is it the environment in which the player is in? It's tough to say, right? But I would, I would err more on it's the player than it is the environment. And once again, the Jets take a young quarterback and they ruin him really early. You know, maybe Sam Darnold has a Geno Smith type of revival. You know, who knows? Like we saw him getting in the game, you know, if you're if you're a Niners fan, you know that recent history, you need all the quarterbacks you can get. Um and you know, they look great, but you know, I feel more confident this year that you know they have a guy in Sam Darnold that can come in and not crash the car. And who knows? Like we'll we'll find out what, what they feel about Brock Purdy when it's time to pay him early. See, because they, they only can pull this off of one more season. Right. And they got to pay him, much like Dak Prescott paid a man. And don't give me that, oh, we're going to wait four years. We're going to see what they really feel about him opposed to what they feel about
1: the system. I got to tell you something. When Trevor Simeon ran onto the field yesterday wearing the number 14, I was like, oh my, at first glance, I thought Sam Darnold. <laughs> like 14 in the jet uniform. It was like, Sam is back. No, but then that other – did you think that was pass interference in that game too with, with, with Valdez-Scantling when Valentine was literally like on top of him, had him in like a headlock briefly yeah. before he let that go, and they of, didn't throw the of, flag.
2: Of course it is, but did Jordan push off? They're not calling at their time. They don't want to be that big of a part of the story. And, you know, you let him play. If Valdez-Scantling, you're a big dude. Jump through that, right? It was almost like the one before – where on the sideline the defender was looking back, but he had his hands on him and they called the penalty. It's like, I think it was Rice. And it's like he didn't really impede you like that where you couldn't muscle through that. That was a badly thrown ball, and yet they rewarded him. So it it was bad calling on both sides. So, like, when it's bad calling equally on both sides, you
1: know, I kind of, like, live with the result. I'll tell you what's happening, though. Because the AFC, and look, Jacksonville, they got Cincinnati tonight. They should take care of business against Jake Browning to get them to 9-3. So you got Miami, Baltimore, and Jacksonville would go to 9-3. Kansas City sitting there at 8-4. and four. It is growing more and more likely with each passing week, Bart, that Patrick Mahomes might, and I say might, have to finally play his first road playoff game as an NFL starting quarterback. <laughs> Do you believe the dude's never played a road playoff game or had to play a road playoff game yet?
2: Nah, I mean you think like, you know, he, he he's kinda benefited from the um in my opinion, he probably he kinda benefited from um the like Tom Brady type of scenario, right? He he's always played in a weaker division. We always say that this is the year that he gets challenged and it never materializes that way. And, you know, you you, you wanna see that and you know it hadn't been there, so now you're going to get your opportunity, right? It's like the first time you saw Tom Brady on the road, like, oh, oh, what's going on? He didn't win the division. Well, as a matter of fact, he always won the division, I think. So never mind. I take that back.
1: Well, he got some breaks too, right? Because like that one year where they beat Tennessee in the championship game, right? Tennessee upset Baltimore, so they wouldn't have to go to Baltimore, who had the better. Like they didn't always have right. the number one seed. Like right, he got. But some... They always. It
2: always went through Gillette.
1: Right. It always went through Gillette. But like what I'm saying with Mahomes, like there were years they weren't the one. Like Tennessee helped them out the one year. Did Buffalo have home field last year, or no? Was it was it Kansas City? Because remember, Cincinnati went into Buffalo and beat the Bills, and then Cincinnati went to Kansas City for the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean, listen, I know it hasn't been perfect. The, the reality is, I don't, I don't
2: know the specifics, but I know the reality is we've never seen them on the road, and we're going to see them on the road, you know, in the playoffs potentially, potentially, right? Because yeah. you know, Miami can find Miami plays Baltimore, so who knows what happens there? But somebody's going to get a, a L. And Baltimore hasn't been um, locked in and focused um, every single game. The games they lost, you, you don't understand how they lost those games. They find, they find ways to lose games. So, you know, it's one of those things where you want to see, um, you know, if they can stay focused, so to speak. And, you know, they have their issues. When they win, they, 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 can, they let teams back in. And that's what you worry about with the Baltimore Ravens. So, everybody's beautifully flawed. That's what I love about, you know, where we are.
1: And Kansas City, we'll see what happens. Of course, they're going to have to win that first-round game, just even advance to round two to go on the road. But you never know. This is a weird year, and, and as you said, anything can happen. Before we go to the break, I know you've got to tell me something about Sansone, right? No,
2: absolutely, man. Listen, it's the holiday season, man, and what better treat than treat yourself to a nice, safe, beautiful 2023 2024. And you can get that accomplished at Samsung, man. Bart Scott here. You can always check out Samsung Auto Mall for yourself. I mean, it's the largest auto mall in all of Jersey. You get to choose from almost 2,000 vehicles across 10 top brands Toyota, Nissan, Kia, Hyundai, Jeep, Mazda, and more. Get to Sanson, make your next move, your best move, make your best deal. And then after you do all that, tell them Bart Scott sent you, and you know what they're going to do for you. They're going to give you an extra $1,000 off in reference just to the Bart Cash. Yes, the boy has got his own money. No questions asked. Sanson Auto Mall, Route 1 in Rootbridge. Or go to Sansong.com or call one 800 Sanson today
1: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Dan and Bart, Bart and Han on this Monday. TMKS coming up at the top of the hour. Remember, Garrett Wilson in his weekly spot coming up tomorrow, 2 p.m. Should be a good one. It's always a good one, Bart, even if, you know, look, I understand Garrett plays for a team that isn't giving the fans a lot of fun and enjoyment right now, but Garrett always brings it. He delivers.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, he always comes and he he gives 100%. And, like, these are the gates that make you champions, right? We, I remember when Debo first got in the league, they weren't winning. I mean, you can remember, like, sometimes you come to a bad situation, but before you get out, it becomes a good situation, right? We look at teams that have their windows and, you know, windows open and closed, and sometimes you're at the end of a window, sometimes you're at the beginning of a window. And hopefully Garrett is on the ladder, on the uh, beginning of the window. And, you know, these will be – the years that made him who he was when he learned how to win and also learned how to lead.
1: Shaq Leonard, according to multiple reports, or not multiple reports, the team freaking announced it, so it's not a report. Shaq Leonard signing with the Philadelphia Eagles. We talked about it earlier, either Philly or Dallas. He was making the tour, so he goes to the Birds. You know what, bring some cheer to that team. If they could get anything out of him, that'll be, he, look, he's banged up with the back, not the same player he was earlier in his career, but he'll help that group.
2: No, oh, absolutely, and I think you saw that yesterday. They they recognized and understood it. I wonder between him and Dallas, why did he picked them, and if he did that because they guarantee maybe a second year, something that the other, uh, that Dallas may not, you know, was willing to do because they have to pay so many people, um, mainly Dak Prescott, Michael Parsons, um, C.D. Lamb, all next year. So maybe they decided, hey, you know, we we can't do, throw that extra year in there because if I'm Shaq Leonard – you know, Even though I'm not playing you know, the greatest, I can be the difference in you winning a game or losing a game based on my football acumen and me sitting in the pocket and being able to make plays and line guys up. Both teams need help at the second level. Dallas needs it because they need somebody that can keep Michael Parsons on the D-line and not having to move him around when teams are running the ball down your throat. And, and Philly needs it because they don't have any impact players or caters on that second level.
1: No, they don't, and they've given up 150 yards at least the last three games, in each of the last three games, so not a moment too soon. Shaq Leonard coming up to maybe help shore up that run defense a little bit. Let's get uh, Andrew and Northport's thoughts here before we say goodbye. Andrew, you're on 98.7. How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call.
3: I really appreciate it. Uh, First-time caller, but I got a couple of quick points I want to make. So, first off, I am absolutely sick and tired of these people calling up over the last few weeks, saying that with the Salah situation, that um, you know this Nate Hackett thing isn't working out, and he needs to get fired. But in the same breath, they say, "Well, we don't really fault Salah." Well, let me ask you guys a question here: What is Salah's title? It's the head coach. He's the Sweet. head coach. Mm-hmm. Exa- exactly. So when you're the head coach, you are responsible for every facet of your football team. I don't care. If his focus is defense, it doesn't matter. You're the head coach. That's your responsibility. Everything underneath you, period. So that's problem number one. Uh, secondly, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he committed a Cardinal sin a few weeks ago in a press game interview. Uh, I don't remember the exact question. He played defense. that's what you're saying? Uh-huh. He basically said, sorry, but I don't have an answer for you right now. No. I,
2: mean, I mean, Bill Belichick never gives you an answer either. He just says yeah. nothing.
1: Well, and, then, and he even kind of said something along those lines yesterday about, you know, I forgot what the question was myself, but he said, I'll have to watch. Uh, I'll have a better answer. Yeah. And I'll have a better answer for you tomorrow. I mean, stuff the, like that. The, I the mean, thing,
2: the thing is you guys wanted him to fire his coordinator. He fired his coordinator, right? He, he didn't want to fire his coordinator you know, unfortunately, what happened to Greg Knapp, who they celebrated yesterday, that threw a lot of things off because he was the horse whisperer. He was their, their, their ace in the hole so that you the know, floor could do that. Like you can't you can't you, know, you have to take that into consideration, I'm not saying you give him a pass. But at the end of the day, the fact that they got Aaron Rodgers is the reason why he's still here. And it's. They're able to see it through next year with Aaron Rodgers. Everybody forget about these hard years because all they care about, nobody cares about, you know, with the Giants, you know, that they never went to the playoffs. They just either win the Super Bowl or or God awful.
1: Right. That's all it is. Real quick, that's it for the Power Hour. Served up by Grand Marnier. Visit GrandMarnier.com to learn how to take your cocktails from ordinary to extraordinary and live grand. Drink with style. Always drink responsibly. Salah's going to meet the media part in about 20 minutes. I'm sure the TMKS guys are going to be all over that. Then he'll join them uh, once that is through. And you and I maybe are back at it tomorrow if Alan's not feeling any better. But either way, Garrett Wilson going to be a part of the program coming up at 2 p.m. And again, I know we don't want to sit here and make excuses, but if you watch a football game tonight, Bengals-Jaguars, you see what a team is. Without having a star quarterback, you got no chance.
2: And everybody else is still healthy. Still the best, uh, great defense, still three great receivers, a solid offensive line. Just one guy missing makes all the difference.
1: It's like the table or the legs on the table. One goes down, forget it. The whole thing is going to crumble. And the quarterback, the most important position in all the sports. And that's what the Jets are dealing with right now, unfortunately. And it's too little too late to salvage this season. And they got some decisions to make, certainly, on how to get this thing right when you're talking about 2024. Thanks to Ray. Thanks to Tom. Bart, you're the best. And we'll see if we do it again tomorrow.
2: Yeah, man. If not, man, thanks for, all, as always, is, you know, being the ace and the hole.
1: He's Bart. I'm Dan. TMCast next, 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.